Welcome to the I Give Life to Life podcast with Coach Energy, the single parent's life coach. This is where I will share valuable content on all matters of the heart and various life issues that single dads and single moms face, such as relationships, marriages, divorces, dating, effective communication, work-life balance, time management, life-changing events, co-parenting, you name it. We talk about it all here on this channel. And just so you know, I often have guests that join me. And this week, I do have a guest with me right now. PK, go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is PK. And uh, uh, I'm here talking to Miss Energy. Uh, we're going to talk about my relationship, uh, experiences and, uh, where I'm at, where, I'm, where I am currently right now. That's right. Awesome. So just like he said, today we are talking about dating. We are going to dive into what has he experienced when it comes to the dating scene, his dating life. So PK, I'm going to go ahead and let you just kind of take it away. Give us a little bit of background um, so we can understand a little bit more about you when it comes to dating. You know, how long have you been dating? Are you single? Um, you know, just give us a little bit of information before we really get started. All right, cool. All right, so I'm no longer single. Uh, I've been married for a year now, uh, a little bit longer than a year. Just had my first son. Uh, he is three months old. Um, I am, <clears throat> excuse me, I am 40 years old. Um, and of course, I was single before then. So um, I'm from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, I am in the aviation industry. So I got a chance to travel a lot. I was also in the military. Uh, so I really got a lot of chance to travel and be in different countries and seeing a lot of different things and different people. Uh, I'm also, my family is also from Ghana, West Africa. So uh, um, I'm very culturally uh, aware of things that's going on in different cultures. Uh, that's about it. That's, that's a little bit of background about me. Uh, like I said, I'm 40 years old. And I think that's about it for right now. Awesome. Okay. That's great information. That's some background for us to just kind of, you know, figure out that baseline. So that's some good information. First and foremost, I definitely want to uh, say congratulations to uh, a three month old son and your first child. First child. First job. Oh job. my goodness. And it's oh, a yeah. boy. Oh my God. Congratulations. Oh, yeah. That is such a blessing. <laughs> oh yeah. And you have been married for a little bit over a year. Okay. So you are fresh. Fresh. Yeah. I'm super. Out excited. the water. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm super excited to have this conversation with you. Let's talk about it right now. So you have, um, like you said, you're 40 years old and I assume that you have some uh, experience with dating. Let's, let's go before the, the date that you got married. Of course, let's go a little bit before that and let's go uh, into your history just a little bit. Tell me what the dating life, what the dating scene was like for you before getting married. Like, um, you know, with meeting people, um, with going out, with uh, even just the the introduction, the initial introduction um, of, of women. Like, how did that work out for you? Were you more of the type? I'm throwing a bunch of just different questions out there so sure, you can kind of sure. get an idea of where to go. Um, you know, were you the type to approach women or did you, you know, were you, were you the type that felt that women should approach you? Um, you know, there are so many different uh, opinions out here, you know, from the male perspective versus the female perspective. So um, what was yours? Man, well, uh, I hated it, number one. 
I, I, I did not like dating. Um, I wanted to be married. I didn't want anything less than that. Why? I have no idea. I just felt that, you know, being a man and getting to that level of marriagehood, it, it, it was, it was, I, I, I don't know. I really don't have an answer for, for wanting to be married, but being single, I, I really didn't like it. I really didn't. Um, would I approach women? I, I, I guess it depends on how attracted I was to the woman at the time. Uh, I have approached women, but I think I had a different technique. My technique was I, I, I wanted that woman to see what I could offer. And if she felt that it was good enough, then she would let it be known by doing something or somehow getting my attention to let her know that, Hey, I want to talk to you. And then that way, I guess, you know, it, it, it what it did, it, it, it reduced the amount of letdowns, you know, cause I mean, if I knew that you wanted to talk to me, then I would talk to you, you know, uh, the people that I did approach, you know, shockingly, I guess I could say that I never really got let down by it. You know, I guess that was, that was a few cases where I, got, I did got turned down, but I mean, it wasn't to the point to where it was like, okay, well, I'm really trying to see what's going on with you. It was more so like, Hey, what's up? You know, uh, I, I, I just want to see where you at and maybe, maybe this may be cool and it may not be cool, but, but for the most part, if I, if I was really, really interested in the person, yeah, I would approach the person and I would make myself known. But oftentimes what I would do is just, like I said, just sit back and just kind of throw my assets out there, however, that, however I did it. And they would notice it. And then they would let me know that, hey, okay, I see your assets. Hey, how you doing? You know? Uh, so, um, oh man, uh, <laughs> I met a lot of women, a lot of women. Uh, uh, I, you know, I, 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 I guess I could say that I had a certain type, whatever that type is. And, and, and it's kind of hard to compartmentalize, you know, that type, but that was this type of woman that I wanted. And it was, it changed through different phases of life. Of course, when I was in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, uh, I guess you could say people were kind of color struck. And for those who don't know what color struck mean, you know, in Louisiana, it's, it's kind of weird. Louisiana was colonized by the French. Uh, if you go back and look at history, and you're either, as far as complexion, uh, you were either very light or you were very dark. And, uh, you know, opposites will kind of attract, you know. But then that was a time, too. Like I said, I was born in, um, I was, I'm 40 years old, so I was born in 1980. At that time, you know, the, the light skinned brothers was out. And uh, Al B. Shores and and all those other celebrities, uh, Holly Berry's and all those kinds of stuff, they were out. So at that time, you know, trying to trying to date me being dark skinned, I, I guess I just uh, exposed that uh, me being dark skinned. For me, I think it was kind of hard to date because you know representation on TV was light was right, you know. Uh, you know, everybody wanted to be with the light skin, good hair, quote unquote, right? Uh, and I didn't have none of that, you know? So, but but things started to change. And when things change, you know, and your Wesley Snipes came in and 
your other mm-hmm. dark skinned brothers came in, you know, they uh they kind of changed the game for me. And I didn't know that I was actually in until it was too late. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh yeah, I, I um I was in high school when I, I I finally realized that, oh man, you know, uh women do like my dark skin, my dark complexion, you know. And uh and by that time I was going off to the military. So if I didn't if I didn't expose that yet. Uh, I was in the military. Uh, so when I when I joined the military, Dayton was also different as well, too, you know, because I wasn't in one single place at the same time. And I was stationed in Jacksonville, Florida, and I had a different mindset of who I wanted to date, too, or my type. My type changed. Uh, I, I, I guess, I don't know. Uh, I guess you could say that I was kind of looking for the the bikini girl, the girl in the tight bikini and... You know, she's running along the beach kind of vibe. Well, Jacksonville <laughs> or Florida, you don't really see that. You know, you don't really see that quote-unquote type. So being in Jacksonville, I was kind of disappointed. Now, mind you, too, I did have a girlfriend in high school in Louisiana. I did have a girlfriend in Florida. Uh, uh, but, it, it, of course, it didn't work out, you know. And then I moved to Georgia. And now, you know, I live in Georgia right now. And uh, Georgia just really opened up my eyes to different types of women. Of course, uh, if you know anything about Atlanta, Atlanta is considered the black Mecca. Uh, I am attracted to black women, African-American women, uh, or, 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 you know, we'll just keep it right there. Yeah, African-American women. And living in Atlanta, I mean, this is the mecca of it, you know, and oh my God, man, the women out here are very beautiful, uh, but they're definitely on a different level when it comes to uh, experiences and and the games that, that are played, uh, the different things that they expect from their men, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot different. So, so let, let me stop right here because I want to give you a chance to breathe too. I, I, don't, I, I know I said a lot right now, so. Oh, man. Now you are doing fine. Let's see. You mentioned um, dating in Atlanta and you mentioned that it's a different level or or the women in Atlanta are on a different level and the types of games that they play are different. Can you give me some examples of what dating in Atlanta is like for a man? Okay. so, So this is where we can really get into it because like I say, Florida and Louisiana was so long ago. Okay. All right, Atlanta. Oh my God. Uh oh. So, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, competition is is serious here in Atlanta, man. It's uh oh wow. Well, the thing about Atlanta is 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 that you, when you 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 have to start dealing with the region of the United States and where you're at. So of course Louisiana is in the south. I mean, I'm sorry, Atlanta is in the south, and Atlanta being in the south. And also being an African-American melting pot or Mecca, you can almost, although it's in the South, you have a lot of women from all over the place. So, you know, you you can meet, you can meet someone from California, New York. You you also meet people from New York and Jersey and Baltimore and all these different up North places. Uh, You still meet your people from Louisiana and Florida, but, you know, it is if you came to Atlanta to date a southern woman, 
you may not get that on your first, second, third, fourth try uh, because everybody migrates to Atlanta. So that's number one. Uh, number two, uh, uh, Atlanta is a it's a big city. Uh, it may not be big um, geographical wise, or I forget, I forget, I forget the terms I want to use. Uh, but 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 it is big as far as how the city moves. Uh, and, and with that being said, it's it's a lot of the, the lack of a better term, city slicking going on. Mm. Yeah. So so. So can you describe that for those who don't know what city slicking or being a city slicker is? Yeah, uh, the best way I could describe that is you know uh, more so like games, kind of like you know uh, it's a big city vibe, meaning that in in, in a small city, uh, the issue that you may have in a small city, everybody may be in your business. Um, uh, everybody may know everybody. Uh, well, in Atlanta, it, it's, it's not like that. So, so it being a big city, uh, you're gonna, it's, it's very easy to meet the person that could pull a scam on you. And once they pull a scam on you, you may not ever see them again. Um, another, another word for city slicking is uh, or another term I would say is the person that's trying to get over to better themselves. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, so I, I guess that can kind of happen anywhere, you know, but, but since Atlanta is, 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 is more like a, everything, everything in Atlanta is kind of like about how you look, how you, how you move, who you move with. So everybody's trying to, get on the next level mm-hmm. and and in order to get on that next level somebody may step on your neck to get there mm. you know um and that's what i would consider city slicking okay. and, and 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 with that too it doesn't matter what age you know like my first experiences in atlanta was getting scammed was by an elder lady in a wheelchair <laughs> You know, she mm-hmm. was, she was literally in a wheelchair, you know, not trying to date. It was with some tax, you know, taxes and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she got me pretty bad. Uh-oh. Yeah. yeah. So, so it's a lot of that going on. And I mean, it, it ranges from, from young to old. So, so talking about dating, right? Mm-hmm. So I did meet, I did meet this woman one time and she will only call me doing lunch and dinner time. You know, and, you know, I didn't catch on to it uh, quick enough, but I did catch on. And, it, it, you know, so so what would happen is uh, I would call her and she would give me all the different excuses that she was busy and, you know, whatnot. So whatever had you. And and then when I did talk to her or when she did respond, she would tell me, hey, meet me around five o'clock at this particular restaurant. So I'm like, okay, you know, I wanted to know the girl. I wanted to get to know her. And so uh, I did. And uh, so we would eat, we would talk, and we would kind of just laugh it up about whatever. And, you know, nothing nothing too serious because, you know, you don't want to be too pushy as a man, you know. So, you know, you're just trying to mingle and get to know the person that you're sitting with. And then when she was done, she was like, okay, well, I got to go study. And that was it. 
And then, you know, I wouldn't hear from her for the rest of the night. You know, then the next day would come around. She's like, hey, you know, I enjoyed myself with you. You know, can we meet at this restaurant at mm. four o'clock? Okay. <laughs> you know, I think I'm sensing a pattern. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so then so I would go. We would meet at the restaurant, laugh and joke, have a good time. She would eat and she would leave on my way home. I'm trying to call to make sure that she made it home, you know. And no response, no nothing, wouldn't check on me. You know, I'm like, all right, you know. And then, of course, the next day, same thing. Mm. So at that point in time, I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, you you just trying to get fed. You, you, you're using me for a meal ticket. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and that's, the, that's the city slicking, you know, because, you know, she's not, in, in other words, she wasn't interested in me. She was just trying to get fed. Man, it's so funny. And and I'm going to jump in real quick with this Mm -hmm. one because this is something that is a topic that is discussed all of the time when it comes to dating and, um, you know, with men uh, having an issue with paying for, you know, paying for the dates or paying for the meals uh, because of I would assume the same issue that you're describing right now. And it's created this, I call it a problem, you know, to where now dating is not organic because now both people, both sides, the the male and the females, uh, they're kind of like having to figure out, okay, what, 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 um, what position do I play next? Or, or, you know, what, um, what move do I make next, you know, based off of, you know, the, the experiences that you've had, you know, with, you know, said person. And um, so it's funny that you mentioned here in Atlanta that that particular uh, lady was more of of like a meal ticket or looking at you as her meal ticket. And um, so I'm going to ask you, because I don't want to assume, but I'm going to ask you, were you paying for each of those dates or did you go Dutch? Yeah. No, 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 no. Well, yeah, no, she didn't pay for anything. Okay. (laughs) For anything. No, no. I mean, well, okay. So, so let, let's go back to, you know, cause if we're talking about like paying for a meal or whatever have you, so, so let's, let's understand where I was at financially. Like mm-hmm. I, w- I was doing pretty well. Uh, uh, I wasn't at six figures. I was, but I was, I was really up there. Uh, I was, uh, three quarters of the way or above three quarters of the way of six figures at that time. Mm-hmm. And so, so I had money. You know, and uh, I wanted to show the woman at the time that, hey, okay, you know what? It's, it's, you know, this this is one thing that you don't have to worry about. In other words, going back to what I was saying earlier, remember how I was talking about how I wouldn't necessarily approach, you know, I would just kind of dangle out my assets and then, mm-hmm. you know, and then she would notice it. And then hopefully that would be enough to keep me getting more time with her. So, 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 and then, and, and at the time too, Dayton had changed, you know, Dayton had changed. So I met her off of a, of a, of an app. All right. Um, you can use whatever app you want to use, mm-hmm. either it being Tinder or whatever it was, Plenty of Fish or whatever it was, or I think Swipe is Tinder. I don't know right now, you know, but, but, but it was one of those apps. So, so, but still in all, I still wanted to dangle out my asset and one of those ways of dangling was paying for the meal. And, and then I would say, uh, granted, uh, 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 hats off to her, you know, she wasn't trying to get fed, uh, filet mignon, you know, 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the first time we went out, it was like a taco spot. You know, uh, uh, if you're in, if you if you're in the Atlanta area, there's a spot called Ten Lizzie's, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a little taco spot. So, you know, no more than about fifteen twenty dollars a meal. You know, that's forty dollars. Uh, so, but I will say it it does get expensive because I mean, uh, what four times three is twelve, right? So that's one hundred and twenty dollars. You know, mm-hmm. three dates. You know. Yeah, so so it can get expensive, but I mean, like I had it, so it was okay, you know. But I did not have it to keep doing it, and I'm glad that I was able to catch on and just call it off. Got it, got it. Yes, thank you. So, did um, going through that particular experience did it affect your your standard, your typical, what, what was your norm of picking up the ticket, taking care of, of the bill, paying for whatever, you no. know, your, your outing with um, your date, did that no. affect you moving forward? Um, or did you maintain your, your level of, of standard of, you know, being the man and taking care of the meal or taking care of whatever the date is? Yeah, 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 absolutely. No, so so it did not change how I thought about paying for a meal. So so I'm assuming I'm only assuming because you're you're into that. Uh, I guess other men have issues with paying for meals. Uh, I I'm, I'm asking you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it's it's definitely a hot topic out there. Um, anywhere on social media, anywhere, and, and just, you know, groups of, of, you know, especially with uh, black, you know, black men, it's uh, something where it's, it's an issue. Uh, It tends to be an issue for a lot, not all, but for a lot of black men um, to want to pay for the date, um, especially if they're not getting anything in return. So it's kind of like, oh, wow. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, uh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I never, th- that was never a time that I went out on a date and not pay the meal or not offered to pay the meal. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. I can't, I, I don't remember who it was. Uh, but I do remember there was a time where, you know, uh, the woman actually offered to pay the meal and she insisted on paying the meal. Now, did she insist on paying the meal because she didn't, she wasn't interested? Was that her way of telling me that she wasn't interested? Uh, I don't recall. Uh, she just, and, and of course it didn't, you know, none of those women, none of those women that I'm talking about in the past is my wife now. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, but no, it wasn't, it wasn't, it was never an issue and it never, okay. So in the, in the case of the, the woman that, that used me for a meal ticket, she was just not the right one. And that was just it. That's right. And yeah. You know, so she wasn't the right one. She wasn't the person that I want to be with. I caught on and I ended it and that was it. So she had to find a new meal ticket, you know, and, you know, hopefully she learned that that's not the way to pay for meals, mm-hmm. you know, or, or, or better yet, it only, it's only temporarily, you know, and like I say, just luckily enough for me that I was in a position where I could. So it didn't break me to pay for the meal. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking about paying for meals, again, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, three meals, uh, $120 a day. Uh, 
actually, you know, so what I think I, I think I said $20 per meal, right? Mm-hmm. So that's two meals. So 120 times two, yeah, it, it starts to add up. Uh, so that's 240, you know, if, if we double it, you know? So, so um, yeah, it could add up. And, uh, but I was okay with it still. Uh, I was, I was okay with it because I was out there trying to meet someone. Mm-hmm. And I am a provider. I want to provide. I always wanted to provide. So it, it was another issue. No, it didn't change how I thought. She just wasn't the one. Right. No, I love that. And uh, you ended up answering what um, the, the underlying question that I was coming around to is the fact that, you know, even though that particular um, person you found out or you caught onto her pattern and you found out and, and just, you know, discovered or decided that, hey, you know what, she's not the one for me. So let me move on. However, let me not, you know, have, let me not make every other woman after her pay for, you know, the, her mistakes, so to speak, you know, let me not change up who I am, you know, as an individual of wanting to be the provider of wanting to, you know, take care of whatever the date is or take, you know, be the person that takes care of the ticket or whatever it is. Um, I'm not going to change that just because of this other person who may have, you know, gotten over on me. So I applaud you and commend you for that. And, and I want to, I'm pulling at that because I want to make a point about it, you know, as we date, as people date and get to know a person, it, it's not healthy and it's not a, a wise decision and it's not fair, you know, on the next person that you meet for them to have to pay for what the last person did to you. Yeah, of course you want to learn from it. You want to become more aware of it and you want to, you know, have, keep your eyes open for, you know, a familiar patterns, you know, like you may have experienced before. However, it doesn't mean that all all the other women that you would have met after that person was going to do the same thing and therefore needed to, you know, have a different type of PK, you know, than what uh, was, would have been your norm. Um, Because we, I see that a lot, you know, whenever I'm discussing relationships or just discussing dating period with people, I see where, you know, they may have um, been hurt by what someone may have done, whether it's the male or the female, you know, they, they would have been hurt or would have gotten hurt by uh, what someone else had done. And because of that one person, they decide to change up their whole being, you know, they decide to change up their whole way of doing things, as opposed to, you know, just saying, hey, this particular person, you know, they just weren't worth it. They weren't worth my time. They weren't worth my efforts or, you know, anything like that. And for me to just, you know, cut that person loose and move on and find someone else, but not to cut the other person or this next person short. Yeah. So, so, so I I had to think about this while you were talking, Mm -hmm. right? I I was, I was thinking about, you know, all of the other people that I dated and did it call, did their, did their differences or their agendas uh, change how I dated the next person? So, so I would, I started to say no, uh, but what did not change with me was my, who, who I was as a person, right. my, my strategy changed, mm-hmm. but not me as a person, you yes, know, yes. my integrity as a person. Yes, so, yes. so, so, so my integrity is as a person is that I'm a man. I want to provide, uh, I want to show that my woman that I can provide, uh, I'm still going to treat you with respect. Uh, uh, I mean, cause, cause, 
because when I think about that, man, it, ooh, <laughs> dating in Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. You know, going back to like thinking about all of the other women that I dated and the things that they tried to do, man, yeah, I'm supposed to be a bitter guy, you know, because uh, I, I met some characters, <laughs> I, I got to admit, you know, but, uh, you know, I, 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 like I said, what I did was change how I approached the situation or I was now a little bit more sharper on the games that were being played. But I, like I said, I never changed my integrity. No. Awesome. And integrity. I love that word. I'm so happy to hear you say that word because that is a very important word whenever we're talking about dating and just being a, an upstanding individual, in my opinion. So I do want to ask you what kept you from being, because it was a choice. We all, at some point, you know, we all have the choice to make of, are we going to let experiences with people from our past change us, change, like you said, the integrity, our makeup, who we are as an individual? Are we going to let our history of, of people and bad uh, relationships that didn't go well, are we going to let that change who we are? Not, you know, not change us or, or to not, not help us be more wise with how we may do things, but the core being, you know, are we going to let our history of dating change us to becoming that bitter woman or becoming that bitter man? So for me, I always say that it's a choice. You know, we've all been hurt to some degree by someone at some point in our lives. Oh, yeah. And we all have a choice of how we allow that hurt to continue with us throughout life. And so I want to ask you, mm-hmm. what kept you from becoming, from choosing to become that bitter guy? Uh, I mean, it's just, it just wasn't in me. I, I, okay. So, so I, I think a lot of that has to do with your confidence. You know, uh, I, I knew who I was as a man. Uh, I, you know, Growing up in Baton Rouge, you know, I mean, I always wanted to be something. I always wanted to be someone. I always wanted to be known for something. And, you know, that that drive, that aspiration, I guess you could say too, you know, uh that that that, that it was always in me to to always check my ego and you know and uh, always be a stand-up guy, you know. I mean, that was that was always first, and I, I, I guess also too, uh, uh, being uh, being raised in the South, you know, being raised by my mom and my dad, you know. I, so, so with that being said, you know, uh, let's put this out there, you know, I had my dad in my life, you know. Um, uh, although my dad was very old, uh, my dad he had me at a real late age. You know, he was basically my grandfather, to be, if you want to just put it that way. Uh, but still in all, the little things that I did pick up from him, you know, he was always, you know, never change who you are as a person, you know, never let a situation change you. And I mean, it just stuck with me. So, you know, although these women had different agendas that were not just genuinely, hey, I want to be with you and I want to love you. I want to get to know you. Uh, it, you know, it was it was never a doubt in my mind to to change who I was and treat someone differently. Um, 
could I have been that person? Probably, you know, I, you know, uh, I cut, I could have gotten full of myself, you know, if I had known, you know, you know what I, I so, so, so it's, I'm, I'm trying to answer this question, the, the uh, realistically, although I knew myself as a man, I really didn't know how much of a man I really was. Meaning that I didn't know how much asset I actually had. I kind of figured and thought that all men were doing what I was doing. And I realized that now at 40 that a lot of men are not doing this or are doing what I'm doing. So what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Well, well, okay. So, you know, before I, before I really wanted to, get married one of the things that i wanted to do was make sure that i i was stable you know meaning financially uh meaning on the roof over my head meaning able to have options of travel uh things like that and so so my whole drive was always to get to a level with my career where i could get these assets and then attain these assets and, and, and maintain these assets. And then I will be able to provide for my wife. Well, a lot of these men are not, men are not doing this. You know, they, they are just out there in the streets, or I guess you could say uh, uh, roaming around and trying to, trying to just, you know, get off, you know, lack of a better term. And, um, that was, that wasn't ever my goal, you know, I, I, you know, so, so, so by the time I got my house and my vehicles and my money up, I was already way advanced than a lot of men, other men out there, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, so, so my confident level was already up. And then when I realized that a lot of men didn't have what I had, my confidence level went way up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so it was, you know, there was no need for me to, to treat anybody bad. I, I, here's another thing too, going back to this color struck thing, right? Mm-hmm. So Louisiana, right? Louisiana has beautiful people, black, beautiful women, uh, mixed, beautiful women, Creole-type women, if you want to call it that, light-skinned, dark-skinned, whatever you want to use. I mean, they're, they're just beautiful, right? And being color-struck at that time, I, I, I associated beautiful with smart. And, 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 I, and I quickly quickly realized that that's not true. I also attached beauty with accomplishments, and I realized that's not true neither. So when I was out there dating, I realized that, okay, well, you know what? Just because a woman is beautiful doesn't mean that she's successful or accomplished or she has all of the things that she needs. So I, I went in the game kind of knowing that already, you know? So, so I knew what I had to offer. And I knew for the most part, you know, some women that I was going to meet didn't have what they didn't have what I want them to have not not necessarily anything to offer but i think as a woman too you should have certain assets and they didn't have it and i so 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 let's let's say it this way let's say it this way going back to that one woman that was using me for a meal ticket 
Well, I mean, if you can't pay for your meal, then that just tells me as well that you're not for me because, you know, you should be able to pay for your meal. But at the same time, too, because I took your time, I want to be able to pay for your meal. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so it was um, although she was using me, I learned a lot from her and I learned that she wasn't the one for me. So it, it kind of goes hand in hand, you know, so that was no need for me to change my ways because she just exposed to her or she just exposed to me that she wasn't the one for me. So, you know, it, it kind of went hand in hand. That's right. So let me um, piggyback off of the question that I asked a second ago, but I'm going to shift it a little bit based off of what you just said. Sure. You, um, you were able to get to a point where, um, you know, you, came up with the decision that, you know, that woman was not for you. You were not for her based off of, you know, the assets and things that you were able to bring to the table versus, you know, what, you know, she could or could have, um, could not have brought to the table. Um, for men in Atlanta, and I'm just saying Atlanta because we are, you know, talking about dating in Atlanta, um, mm-hmm. but for the men in Atlanta who also um, have been used as a meal ticket, what advice could you give them or whether it be, you know, just one main thing or a top three uh, pieces of advice that you would give them on how to deal with moving on without becoming bitter after finding out that they were used? No, just simply move on. I mean, so, so, so the one thing about men that I'm starting to learn as I get older is that a lot of men are really emotional, you know, uh, and and I, I guess that's a different trait, you know, or I guess that's a, that could be a characteristic of, of a man, you know, that may be that one particular person characteristic. It's just not me, you know, uh, you know, so, so I, I just, the advice that I would say is just move on, you know? Um, I mean, so let, let, let's, so, so although you asked me the question, let's let's let me kind of add on to your question if you mm-hmm. if you don't mind. Okay. Right. So, so being used for a meal is on a small scale. Uh, you know what? You know what? Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. I adapted something in my uh, family. Uh, things that I need to get upset about. Right. Uh, you know. We, me and my wife, we are new in the marriage world. Uh, and we're trying to, we're still right now trying to figure each other out. Right. And, uh, you know, little things happen around the house where I would get upset about it. Or I used to get upset about it. And, you know, you know, she would say, well, that's small, you know, and I would say, well, no, no, you know, that's, that's kind of big. You know, I mean, I'm upset about that. And you need to know that I'm upset about it. And then, and then it becomes this whole tension in the house, you know, for, for a little bit, you know, and it's not needed. Well, I had to adapt something into my life that would prevent me from getting upset about everything that, or every little thing that she did that I didn't like. And that was, I had to put a dollar amount to the situation. So, so, so realistically, you can't put a dollar amount to every single little thing. Right. But, you know, you kind of can, you know, if you 
just choose to look at things that way. Uh, because, it, it's, and why did I use the dollar amount, right? Well, I use the dollar amount because now me having a wife and a son, you know, my money has to stretch three different ways instead of just one way. And everything does have a dollar amount. Okay. All right. So, so, so with that being said, my rule for my house or my, my level of angerment <laughs> for my household is 500 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. So, 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 so if my wife does something that costs something to be less than 500 bucks uh, or was worth 500 bucks or less than 500 bucks, I don't get upset about it. But if it's above 500 bucks, then I probably would. Meaning that let, let's, let's use it for this. Let's use this example. And then I'll get back to your question. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, I have a lot of glassware and, you know, <laughs> well, my wife is going to kill me if she hear this boy, but she, 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 she was, she was breaking a lot of glassware, you know? And I was like, man, you know, we're literally running out of cups, you know, you know, and, uh, and, and I would get upset if she broke a glass. Now glass is going to break, you know, it's, it's definitely going to break, you know, because I mean, it's glass. And I would go off, man, why you broke the glass? Could you just be careful with the glass? And, you know, I, you know, I, this, this is a fine China. I bought this from Macy's, <laughs> Macy's China wear, you know, you know, you know, take it easy with the glass. And I mean, like every week we, we should have breaking something. Well, that glass, that glass cup probably costs in the box, you know, of 12, you know, probably cost that one glass probably costs a dollar or two. And here I am getting upset about a dollar, you know, or two. I mean, it's not that serious, you know. Now, uh, if my wife was driving my car, uh, oh, I don't know, and, you know, because somebody may hear this may say, well, it's just a car. Well, yeah, it's just a car. But then at the same time, too, you know, she's driving the car and she's texting and whatever have you, and she deliberately hit something, or not even deliberately, let's say even make a mistake. She made a mistake and hit something. And it, yeah, it's a mistake, but she wasn't paying attention. And that's what caused the mistake. Yeah, I would probably be upset about it. Yeah, and yes, I do got insurance, but I mean, still in all, like, you know, it costs, it's going to cost a pretty penny to get that fixed. Of course, I want my wife to be safe. Yes, I want her to be safe and I hope my child would be safe. And, and this situation hasn't happened, you know, I'm just kind of throwing it out there, but, mm-hmm. you know, but, 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 you know, if she was safe, but she caused some damage or she didn't pay attention to something and it cost more than $500 and it could have been prevented, yes, I'm going to be very upset about it. All right. So, so, so with me, like I said, I added a dollar amount to everything. So now let's go back to if I was single and I went on a date. Well, okay, that's $20. Well, your limit doesn't have to be $500 if, if your limit is $200. Or, or even $100. Well, okay, guess what? Well, you know what? Let's keep it at $200. let us keep it at $200. At $200, if, if you caught on to the games that was being played and it got you to $200, you know, you could either be upset with yourself first and not necessarily upset with the girl and because you caught on to the situation, you know? And, and... You know, you, you may be more, 
upset with yourself first that the fact that it took you this long to get to 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 catch it but if it's a meal and those meals were like 20 bucks ah, nah, just let it go when you're dating you know you're putting yourself out there so 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 in, in other words when you're in these situations and you're dating I mean, you you can you can very well get out of these situations as well too. Hello. You yeah, you don't have to be in these situations. Mm-hmm. If you're dating, if you're dating, is more so about you, because you're not forced to be in these situations. And if a woman or a man has an agenda, and you're getting played by the agenda, uh, it's kind of on you for not catching the agenda. I mean, we're we're all adults, you know, and and if if you don't catch the agenda and you're getting played, that's kind of on you, unless they're lying to you. So so so, what do you got to say? What do you think? So I am um, I'm I'm following what you're saying, and I'm going to do my best to paraphrase it and let me know if I'm on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, I do agree with you that you know it's all about accountability. You know, we as the individual person with whatever relationship or dating situation that we put ourselves in we put ourselves in it. And so whatever we end up going through, however we are affected by that situation, you know, that's on us. We have to look at ourselves um, as opposed to looking at the other person because, you know, they are who they are, but, you know, we should have been mindful, uh, more mindful or more uh, wise uh, to be able to see the agenda or to see the games that were being played or to see the patterns that a person was uh, was using and yeah. unless of course like you also said unless it involved the other person's games involved lying because you can only do so much with the information that you're given and if you're given Absolutely. you know all of these lies then you're basing your actions your responses your continuation in that relationship based off of the lies that that person has told you so outside of that um then yes, I totally agree, you know, with, with holding yourself accountable. And that's uh, something that I talk about (laughs) all the time is, you know, you cannot point the finger at someone else. And, you know, if you find yourself in these situations or these types of relationships, whether they're exactly the same or have some sort of uh, similarities, you have to figure out what's that common denominator. And that common denominator is you. It's the same hard conversation that I had to do for myself years ago. It's the same hard conversation I had to have with myself, excuse me, years ago when, you know, I just constantly found myself dating these same types of people. And I, what the part that made me upset about me and my choices was that I was spending so much more time in these relationships when I knew better. Because I saw the agendas, I saw the games that were being played, I, you know, was hip to the game, but yet I still chose to stay in it, you know, for whatever my reasons were. And so therefore, I, uh, a lot of time ended up being, quote unquote, wasted or used rather, ended up being used in these situations and these relationships that were not going anywhere. And so after looking in the mirror, after looking at myself and after, you know, just going through some more personal development over the years, I now, it doesn't take me that long. Yeah, I still end up meeting people who are terrible people who, you know, are are playing games, who are lying about who they are, what they do, what they have, all of that type of crap, all that type of nonsense. However, the difference is now it doesn't take me as long to get hip to their game. And it doesn't take me as long for me to say, you know what, I'm gracefully backing out. 
Well, well, I'll, 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 I was gonna say too that 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 goes back to that city slicking mindset or that city slicking definition that I that I mm-hmm. that I brought up earlier. You know, be, being in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, a small city, you know, it, when when you go out to when you go out to eat, you know, everybody knows you, everybody sees you. So so you you, you know the 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 mindset in like Louisiana. You know, you're not going to go out in public with somebody you just don't want to go out in public mm-hmm. with, you know, but Atlanta is so much of a big city. You know, you go out with this one, two person, you know, uh, uh, on a date again, you may not ever, never, ever see this person again. So, so, so some, some people, uh, some women, uh, the ones that have a gender, they will use that to their advantage mm-hmm. and, you know, and, 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 you just have to be hip to the game to know that, hey, this is the games that are, this is some of the games that are being played by some people. Okay, don't, don't get caught up in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 yeah, you know, like I say, so with that, just to move on, just, just simply move on. Just be aware enough to know that, hey, some of these games are being played and it may be, it may be being played on you just in the game and move on. Cause that person is not for you. That's it. Right. And I'm going to, um, the coach in me is, is stepping out right now. It, it's easier said than done, uh, you know, to just be able to say, Oh, we'll just move on, you know, j- or just get out of the situation. It, you know, it is easier said than done. So I'm going to take it a little bit further in mm-hmm. order to be able to move on after being hurt, after feeling like you've been betrayed after the feeling of being disrespected and having your time wasted or your money wasted or your efforts wasted, no matter if you were the man or the woman, in order to be able to move on, you have to work through whatever the thing, uh, whatever it was that you were going through. And the first step is to be aware of it. Just like you said, PK, be aware of, of what happened and don't try to deny it. Be aware of it, acknowledge it and work through those, those moments. Like actually stop, take a second and think about, okay, when we were having this conversation, you know, what was it that this person said that I, I knew that wasn't right? Or what did this person do whenever, you know, on this particular day that just did not sit well with me? Um, this also just kind of goes to um, another topic that I'll be recording um, at some point. It's talking about trusting your instincts. You know, you have to learn to be able to trust yourself because a lot of the times that we find ourselves in these situations and, and constantly finding ourselves being played, it's because we have, we no longer trust ourselves. We no longer trust our instincts because we feel as if we have let ourselves down before. And so we don't even, you know, we, we just kind of let those, um, that sixth sense or, or that intuition or, you know, that gut feeling, we just let it go to the wayside and we have to get back to being able to trust who we are and to trust what we see. You know, we have to start believing a person whenever they show us the things that they're showing us and not trying to, you know, cover it up or, or, or uh, put a bow on it in order to just make it fit or make it work for, you know, the situation at hand. It's, um, it's definitely some work that has to be put into moving on or, or just letting a situation go. But, you know, all in all, absolutely is so much better to just let it go as opposed to harp, you know, harping on it and allowing it to affect you now as an individual, affecting your integrity, affecting you as uh, your character, you know, moving on with, with the next person or just moving on in life in general to where it is now, you know, turned your insides black and you can't even recognize your, 
what used to be your normal self. So that, um, yeah, I, I totally understood, you know, where you were going as far as the whole um, explanation and breakdown about, um, you know, just, just letting go. But I, I wanted to break it down a little bit further just because I understand, you know, the human mind, I understand it's not that easy to just let it go, you know, so, yeah, so, so I definitely so, wanted to break it down. Now I know, I know we, 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 you know, th this is, this is, this is a podcast and, and I know you're giving advice and, and you know, so, so I, I do want to ask a question on, on just from what you have been hearing outside of other people, uh, talking to other people. Do are men really having an issue with uh not letting go of a date and a meal? I mean, is that is it that serious now? Yeah, so men are having issues with not being able to let go of the dates to the point to where now as they move forward, not paying a not paying for the date, which to most a lot of people, not going to say all, but to a lot of people who are of a certain age and who have a certain caliber of respect. And, and uh, just like you said, just simply being a man, that's just ingrained in them, you know, to take care of, um, to take care of whatever the date is. Like, so for me, for an example, I was raised to where, and, and not just raised, but then even taught by the uh, the men that became my friends as I started growing older and and you know becoming older as a young adult and then now as an adult, a lot of my male friends and then even family members would tell me don't pull your wallet out whenever you're around me and you should never pull your wallet out whenever you're around a man because if that man is a real man he will not allow you to even you know pull your wallet out or have to pay for anything you know he will always take care of that and that's just because of what a quote unquote what a man does and so there is a huge shift a huge difference uh, nowadays with a lot of the um the men now uh, more i'm not gonna i was gonna say uh what particular generation but you know it's kind of mixed now and it's a lot a lot of the uh older men not just millennials, excuse me, but a lot of the older men are now coming, uh, are using that now as a, uh, as a thing that they no longer do because of how they've been hurt in the past. And so men equate money for a meal to, okay, is she going to give me sex or is she going to give me, you know, some sort of pleasure or whatever? Like, what am I getting out of it? If I'm spending money on this particular uh, female, then what am I getting in return? And if she's not giving me anything in return, then, you know, why is she expecting me to spend my money? Like we both have to expend something. And so it's kind of like they equate sex or a woman's body or some sort of favor to their money that they're spending. And wow. so, yeah, it's this big uproar that, you know, has been going on. It's been going on for years, but, you know, definitely um, more so within the last uh, year and a half, maybe two years um, where it's just been more out there um, online. Um, yeah, so yeah, so, I hope I, I hope I answer that clearly. Yeah. So 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 if if you know, I think we're on this thing to kind of give different opinions and different yes. suggestions, right? All right. So so as, as a man, right, I would say that uh to other men that are doing this, uh or or putting that that much energy, right? That's your that's your name, you know, we're putting that energy into to a meal and that moment, uh, I, I I think it's is more or other situations that's going to come up in life that are way more important than uh, paying for a meal. Um, 
yeah, there's so much happening in life right now to the point to where if you had to focus on, if, if your only focus is paying for a meal, thinking that you're going to get this woman's body uh, or sex in return for that, I think you probably need to check yourself. Uh, and, and, and that may be easier said than done still as well. But I mean, like, you know, um, I mean, right now we're in a pandemic, right? You know, I mean, that's something that I would probably focus on more than wondering if she's going to give me some sex because I paid for a meal. Um, uh, health, you know, uh, uh, financial building, uh, building your finances and your portfolio, uh, work, uh, kids, family, friends, you know, all of those things has, uh, to me, uh, are way more important than when I was dating and worrying about if I was going to give, get sex for paying for a meal. I, I guess it, it it could be that way for some ge- geographics, you know, uh, or demographics, I should say. Uh, uh, but not here in Atlanta. I, well, I, I guess it I guess it could happen in Atlanta too. It just wasn't me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, when when I paid for a meal, uh, when I went out to eat, uh, I went out to eat. But when, the, okay, let me say it this way: when I when when I went the, the way how I looked at going on a date and going out to eat when I was dating is because I wanted to go out to eat. I ordered what I wanted to order, and because I'm spending time with this person, uh, I want to share my time with this person. I want them to enjoy the experiences that I'm having. That's that's how I looked at dating and going out to eat. Uh, I also looked at it as thanking that woman for giving me some time. Uh, you know, so so because time is something that you can't get back, right? Uh, now I would say it, 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 let, let's do it this way. Everybody is not worth uh, Ruth Chris. You know, we're not, I'm, I wasn't, if you're taking someone out to Ruth Chris on, on a first date, I guess you could, you know, I mean, if you got it like that, you know, but I mean, is it, a, is it more so about Ruth Chris or if you're on a date, is it more so about Ruth Chris and spending money or is it about the time? You know, uh, I mean, if, if you like Ruth Chris and you want to give your time with someone at Ruth Chris, I mean, you're more than welcome to do that, you know, but I mean, if, if, if the focus is the date, then 10 lizards is fine. You know, uh, I, I, I guess it kind of depends on where your, your financial, uh, uh, status is, you know, <laughs> Somebody's gonna laugh when I say this, but Taco Bell may be fine. But if, but, but if you can afford Taco Bell, that's what it is. Because because it's not about Taco Bell. It's about the time you're spending with the person and getting to know with the person. You know, uh, I mean, one of my best dates. Well, my wife is gonna kill me again, right? <laughs> yeah, one of my best dates was at Walmart. 
you know, we 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 went to Walmart and we went grocery shopping. You know, uh, because again, it's not about the the location; it's about the time you spend it with the person. So, 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 talking about agendas, right? If you are going on a date with a woman and expecting to get sex, then the, the then the agenda is not about the woman. The the agenda is just about sex, and then. You you are you are lying to the to that to that person. In in other words, in other words, that's almost as it's the same thing as what the woman was doing to me by me being a meal ticket. Her agenda was a meal ticket, where my agenda was her time. I wanted her time. Well, if your agenda is sex after a meal, or if your expectation is sex as a after a meal, then really truly, you're you're not about that person's time. And then that's wrong. I mean, if you want sex, just put it out on Front Street. Hey, look, I like you. I think you're sexy. I want to have sex. Believe it or not, it works. Don't ask me how I know. But I'm just saying, you know, it does. You know, just just be straightforward with that person and let them know, hey, look, this is what I'm what I'm after. And they're gonna agree to it or not. That's that's my advice. Right. And I, I'm right there with you. Um, you know, with everything that you were saying, I totally agree. And to um, just take it even uh, one little layer extra um, in these, in this particular situation or example that we're talking about, the men would put the same value on their money as the woman would put the same, you know, put that value on her body. And so that's where the uh, disagreement, so to speak, would come into play. So men would feel that, okay, well, if a woman is going to, you know, value her body and not want to put out for, let's just use an example, because this is also part of the conversation. Um, sometimes that was going on as far as um, the, what is it called? The think like a man, uh, act like a woman, think like a man and the 90 day rule, um, that book yeah. and that movie. Which I don't like. I, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, and so with that, using that as an example, men would say, okay, well, if women are going to, you know, hold out for 90 days, hold out on sex, hold out, you know, with their body for 90 days, and I'm going to hold out with my money for 90 days. Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. Like men would put the value of uh, what they will equate it to a woman's body. They will equate it to their money. Yeah, and, and well, I, 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 I'm, I'm assuming that people do that, but that's not dating, you know, not, not in my book. I, I don't see that as a dating. I see that as an agenda, and you, you know, for the men who, who put a dollar amount on a woman's body or an act, uh, I, I think, I think it's just wrong, you know. I mean, you, you're. If you're doing that, but then you're expecting a relationship too, I, I think uh, you 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 need to reevaluate what you're really after. Uh, I, I don't think anything would become successful or 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 will manifest from from that kind of mindset of thinking that hey, if I took this woman out, she's supposed to give me sex, you know. Uh, you know what, you know, since we're trying to help people, you know, I would tell that man that thinks that way that, okay, well, just try what I'm saying. Take, take, take the woman out on a date, 
and leave after after it's over. You know, if she expects you, because I'm pretty sure that energy is probably being given off. If she expects you to turn around and say, hey, come home with me uh, and you just leave, that may further uh, uh, raise her interest in you that it may not be that day. It may be the next day. You know, I mean, it, it may be the day to where it may be. She may ask you, well, why haven't you asked me for <laughs> sex? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, let, let me let me uh, also address the one thing that I just said about the 90 day rule and all that stuff. I, I, you know, I just don't like that kind of stuff. I don't I, I, I don't like it. I don't agree with it only because, I mean, everybody do have their needs and people do have different agendas. All right. In other words, if if your agenda is to have sex and that woman agenda is to have sex, then guess what? Y'all going to have sex and y'all going to have sex. Or what do they call it? A one night stand or it may be the next day. You know, it may be within 60 days. It may be 90 days. It may be 30 days. You know, it, it, you know, your agendas have to line up. And if they do align up, if they do align, then 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 it's going to happen so I, I i know i know the steve harvey book you know i guess we shot out steve harvey right you know advertisement right <laughs> but i mean um you know i i know those books are kind of like a guideline it's not a, a standard or it's not a for sure statement but i mean you know if if you are having help or are having issues with dating then i guess those books could work you know i just don't think that it's 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 a hundred percent standard you know so what with that being said i would just say like live your life you know live your life just don't expect anything to happen from don't don't expect something from someone else you know let that person present it to you you know uh don't try to force anything on somebody you know just let it just let it kind of naturally happen you know, because again, when it comes to sex, everybody has needs, you know, uh, you know, sex is a need. I feel that sex is a need, you know, and if your need lines up with her need, then guess what? It's going to go down, you know, but if not, just wait till your turn, you know, that's how I feel about it. Right. Yep. I totally agree. I definitely, definitely understand, you know, especially more so the point about um, when you were talking about that book or the movie, you know, not being the the standard, you know, to have to go by. Um, I do agree that it's more of a guideline. But, you know, at the end of the day, I say that, you know, each person has to come up with their own, you know, their own standard, whatever it is that, you know, they're going to accept, whatever it is that they're not going to accept, like they have to, you know, each person needs to come up with their own, what I'd like to call their non-negotiables. And um, by the way, if you are listening, that is another episode that I will record um, your non-negotiables whenever you are dating someone or in a relationship. So be on the lookout for that. Um, But those non-negotiables, having those uh, created or, or thought of or decided on before you get into a relationship will definitely help you navigate the relationship or will just help you navigate the dating scene overall to where, you know, when you are coming against, you know, someone who's playing games or you're coming against someone who has a hidden agenda, 
that doesn't align with your agenda, then, you know, you will be able to spot that and you will have already come up with or decided on how you're going to handle that, how you're going to maneuver in that situation, how you're going to maneuver that conversation with that person or that date with that person or whatever it is at that time, you know, so coming up with, you know, just learning who you are and figuring all of those things out before you jump into a relationship or the things that, you know, I recommend for people to do. Um, because once you're in that relationship, it's a little bit, it's much more difficult to, you know, come up with your standards, you know, once you're, once you're in it, because now you're more involved. Now you're in the middle of things, you know, now you're in a thick of things and, and it's, it's much more difficult to, um, you know, say, well, you know, if this person does this and I'm not going to accept this, but you know, if your heart is already in it or, you know, your time or money or efforts, you know, you're already in it, it's much more difficult to, um, you know, put a stop to things. So I agree. This is yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, we're almost wrapping up. I do want to hit on one thing that you mentioned. And sure. I, if, you, if you want, I'm not going to ask you to elaborate unless you're comfortable with elaborating on it. Uh, because I don't want it. to assume, but I think it's, it's very important for, uh, the, for you to, either you or myself to explain um, what you meant by the comment that you said, um, men, are, are too emotional or men are emotional and you know, you're not as emotional or you're not emotional. Um, what do you mean? And let me know if you don't want to answer and that's totally fine. No, 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 no. Let's do it. Let's do men it. are too emotional because well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so, so I mean, yes, we all have emotions. I, I think what I was really trying to highlight is the fact that, there are other issues in life that as men, we need to worry about other than being upset about a meal and paying for a meal. And, you know, I guess you still can apply that, you know, $20, uh, $200, $500 limit uh, cap to what you need to be worried about to that. You know, I guess you can but something like a $20 meal, I, yeah, it's, it's, it's $20. So, so I, I do understand that my $20 may not be, may not have the same value as someone else's $20. I, I, I totally get that. And, you know, you explained to me that this podcast is going to be heard by people all over across the world. So yeah, you know, uh, $20 in some countries can go a very, very long way. Uh, with that being said, you know, um, you know, I th- I just believe that as men, just to answer your question, as men, there are way other things to worry about other than food. I mean, because, you know, when, when, you, when you look at it that way, it's food. Everybody know what food is. Food is, uh, you, you know, uh, it provides you with life provides you with energy. Everybody needs to eat, right? Uh, and, and, and if you're in a place where, you know, it, 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 you know, you on a date and that $20 may be a stretch for you, well, then that's on you. You shouldn't be there, you know? Uh, but let, let's, let's talk in general. Let's talk in general. So emotional men, mm, we all have emotions. We, we, we all have emotions. Uh, we all have our thing that we that that affects us or, or or causes us to react a certain way. 
I, I don't say, I'm not trying to sit here and say that men should not have emotions uh, because that could be a bad thing for a woman, you know, meaning that, you know, if, if a woman has an issue and, and she's trying to uh, tell you her issue, but, you know, you're not emotionally uh, uh, sensitive to her issue, then that may be an issue. You know, uh, you may not, you may not understand the actual, uh, situation that's going on, but that doesn't, that doesn't excuse you not to be, uh, attached to the, you, 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 uh, you, it, it, it doesn't excuse you from being emotionally attached to her words that she's saying and her feelings, you know? Um, so when 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 i when i said that some men are emotional or overly emotional i'm 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 also referring to the men that worry about things that that i feel is least important and again that would be a meal food um so so what should men be worried about well, again, your health, your family, uh, your siblings, your mom, your dad, you know, uh, you should be worried about building and be, being able to provide. Uh, faith, you should be worried about faith. Uh, it's okay to be emotional about faith and all of the other things that I just listed. Um, you know, uh, financials, you know, uh, it's okay to be emotional about financials. Uh, position in life, I think that's okay to be emotional about. I, I, I just, I, I just don't feel that, you know, as men, we need to be emotional about paying for a meal, especially if you put yourself in that situation to where you're in a position to pay for a meal. You know, I mean, because because that's you know, going on a date is a choice. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go on a date. You know, uh, you know what? I, I can almost say that you probably shouldn't be dating if you don't have your financial situation together, if you don't have a roof over your head, if you don't have a job. You know, you probably need to be focusing on getting those assets first before you can try to date. And and, and the reason why I say that too is because you know the way how I see it, you know, I know other men think differently and people have different agendas, but I mean, I was dating for one purpose and my purpose was to to date was to get married. So I was looking for my soulmate. And in order for me to find my soulmate, I needed to have the things that I needed to have to provide her shelter and security, you know? So now, now with that being said, did I date did I date and not have a house? Well, of course I did, you know, but I, I, I would say still and all when I was in, living in an apartment, you know, I had a shelter over my head. Uh, it, it, the only time that I was not, the only time that I lived some other place other than uh, a house or an apartment was when I was with my mom and my dad 
uh, you know, the house that I grew up in and in the military when I was in the barracks. In the barracks, I honestly did not date. Now, high school, I mean, that's puppy love. I mean, that's, that's your, your kid. You know, you're kind of just dating just uh, so you got a girlfriend, you know. But as an adult, no, I didn't date when I did not have shelter over my head and money in my pocket and a car to drive. So I had all those things first, you know. And in your culture, you know, depending on what area of the world that you're in, uh, you may not need a car. Like, uh, you know what, you know what, let's say like New York, you know. So if you was living in New York, yeah, you don't, you know, uh, uh, and uh, NYC, I should say, you know, uh, in the in the heart of the city, yeah, you may not need a car. So so these things may vary, but I mean, like you sh- you should still have some assets that's comparable to your living location, you know. Meaning that, at, at, you know, at the end of the day, you should have money. You know, you should be stable to where you like you have a career, and so so work on those things first, and then, you know, when you go out on a date and you have your money in your pocket, and you you're you're trying to splurge a little bit. You know, it, it is what it is. You know, you, you don't look at it as, uh, uh, as a as a hindrance or or as a bill. You know, it's entertainment. That's what it is. You know, and you spend that money and it's gone, and that's it. You know, uh, again, for me, you know, not to uh, keep repeating myself, but again, when I dated, when I went out, it was because. I wanted to share my time and I paid that person. I paid for that person's meal for offering that, that person's time to me. And that was it. Yeah. So that's what I meant by the over emotional part. Right. Got it. Thank you for clarifying. And that last little statement that you mentioned, you know, you were paying for the, uh, the other person's time. I think that's important for women to hear, you know, especially from a man, from a man's perspective. I think that uh, that statement alone is, uh, can be a very powerful statement and is really important for a woman to hear because so often um, women are told, you know, that having that thought or, or that mindset or even thinking that that is okay of, you know, well, if I'm going on a date with this man, you know, he, why wouldn't he, you know, why wouldn't he pay for a date if I'm, you know, giving him my time? But that doesn't mean that the man's time is not important either. Absolutely. Uh, It's just all about choices and, you know, what's, you know, priority, you know, for both people. But nonetheless, I do believe that that statement that you mentioned last was a super important coming from a man for other women to be able to hear. So uh, that was awesome. Great timing. And thank you also for confirming or clarifying what you meant by emotional. And the only reason I wanted to bring that back out is just because, um, Growing up, and especially in the Black culture, uh, men are often, you know, raised and and trained to where showing emotions is a bad thing. But then that affects them as an individual, you know, as they're as they get older, you know, it affects them from being able to to be in tune or to connect to those emotions, you know, which is just a a day to day normal thing that happens, you know, uh, whether they are an indiv- a single individual or whether they are in a relationship, being able to connect with your emotions is just a natural human thing. And I just wanted to clarify that just to make sure that um, it wasn't, you know, taken out of context or misunderstood, um, you know, just by 
putting a statement out there, but then not breaking it down. And you definitely broke it down well. So, oh, man, I, I agree. And thank you once again. I am definitely going to, I want you back on the show. I want you back. If you will accept my request, I will have you back for future episodes because you have a lot of information in you. You have a lot of information that I can tell you wanted to talk about, but you know, for sake of time, you didn't know really how deep you can go with it. And, you know, I know we jumped around with a different, you know, a few different topics, but yet we still stayed within the lane um, of dating. Um, So man, I cannot wait to have you back. And before we close out, I do want to ask you um, one, uh, one more closing question. um, One more closing question before my finale question. So what's one last takeaway when it comes to dating for whether you want to give this piece of advice to either men or women or both? Um, what's one last takeaway that you uh, would like to share on the topic of dating? Mm. Uh, lack of a better statement right now, be yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's just that simple, you know? Uh, be, be yourself. I mean, because if, you, if you're anything other than yourself, you're lying. Hello. So, yeah, yeah. So, 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 lying is a lying was my. I think you said it earlier. Uh, what was your your no or your your uh, uh, I forget the term that you use, mm-hmm. but what was your your uh, non negotiables, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's lying. Yes, sir. I, the minute you lie to me, <laughs> it is absolutely over. Yes, sir. I mean, yeah, point blank period. Right. So. <laughs> So, so, so if, if I have that standard, then, then I have to also hold, uh, hold up my, that standard as uh, to myself, you know, and yeah, lying. So, so just, just simply be yourself. Huh. You know what? You, Cause you said you, you bringing me back, right? Mm-hmm. So being yourself to women means all oh, this makeup. Oh my God. Uh-oh. 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 Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, don't go there. Don't go there. I'm going. I'm going. All right. Because I want to come back on the show. Yep. (laughs) So, so, so eyeliner, eyelash, foundation, (laughs) Mac, Mac, or, 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 I don't, I don't even know all the terms. Weave, uh, uh, Botox, uh, (laughs) ass shots, uh, breast lifts. Yep. 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 Yeah, I went there. Yep. Not 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 every man like big chest, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Not every man like big asses, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah, just be yourself. Be natural, you know. I think I think when we can get back to being natural, I think we can get be back to being happier, you know. Uh, since I brought it up, I mean, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get into it too deep, but I mean, no, go know, ahead. Um, uh, you know, th- th- there's nothing wrong with accessories and enhancement but right now man everybody has the same enhancements every woman that i see you know has the same enhancements as if you know uh uh you know trying to enhance themselves to make themselves look beautiful as if everybody needs to wear eyelashes i I can't stand that you know no just just be yourself that, that, that's that's number one thing. I get, you know what? Let me throw another one in there. Yeah, you can do a top three if you want to do something like that. Go ahead. Uh, top three, okay. Uh, uh, number two thing would be, uh, oh, just lost my train of thought. 
Uh, number two thing would be uh, this statement. Oh, this, this is one of the one statements that I did not like. I know how to treat a man. I, I hated that statement when I was mm-hmm. dating. Right? I know how to treat a man. Well, every man is not every man is not the same. Mm-hmm. Just like every woman is not the same. You know, learn how to treat me. Ooh. You know, yeah. yeah if, if 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 you learn how to treat me, then we'll be all right. Hello. If, if yes. You, if you learn what I like, you know, and what I dislike, then I think we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so 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 get rid of that statement of um learn how to or or, or uh, the statement of I know how to treat a man. Mm-hmm. Uh number three, top three things uh for dating. Everybody doesn't have the, the third thing would be everybody does not have the same wants. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be married. Uh I have a good friend of mine, we talk every day. He does not want to be married. He just doesn't, you know. Uh, and and you have to understand that. And once you do figure that out, no matter how much you like this person, you just should realize that, hey, look, you know, if this person does not have what I want or we're not in the same space or we're not looking for the same things, just, again, simply just move on. Don't try to... Uh, force your agendas and uh, your your agendas and your ideas or your wants on someone else. That 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 would be another thing. Um, I th- that's all I can think about right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I I could probably give about ten different things, I but can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but let, I let's bet. just do that. I bet. Oh man! So I have to recap those real quick. Okay. So you said number one, be yourself, and right there. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, I, too many people out here are being fake. Too many people out here are trying to be someone that they're not both men and women, but you know, too too many people out here are being someone that they're not in order to uh, uh, portray this lifestyle or, you know, having these things or, you know, being this person or having this status, which is not even themselves. And guess what? They are putting more pressure on themselves and making life harder to live for themselves. It's so much easier if you were just, if you would just be yourself. And at the end of the day, if a person is going to, a person will like you for who you are. If you keep lying, which ultimately what being, not being yourself is, you're lying about who you are. If you keep lying about who you are, then the person that you have been lying to or portraying this facade to, once they get to know the real you, it's like they felt, you know, you've duped them. And so you still are going to lose that person. You know what I'm saying? So it makes no sense. It it, it doesn't, um, it doesn't work long-term for people who are not being themselves because you can only keep up that facade for so long. Number two, you said, learn how to treat quote unquote me as opposed to, I paraphrase that, as opposed to saying, I know how to treat a man. Learn how to treat the individual for who they are. Yes. Yes. Oh, man, I could not stress that enough (laughs) because I, I hated that when I was dating. You, yes, I've been in that same situation, even as the woman, I've been on the receiving end of it. I don't want the same type of treatment that you gave every other chick that you've been with. I don't want that treatment. You know, learn me for who I am and then treat me for what I, for who and how I want to be treated, not from what 
worked with the 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 prior women that you were with? Yeah. Oh my God. And number three, <laughs> you said everyone has different wants. Absolutely. So don't try to put your wants on someone else. Don't try to force your wants on someone else. I also like to say it as find some um, find someone whose values are parallel to your values because your wants and your values to me they kind of go hand in hand and so that's uh, that's what struck my my thought process when you said when you said number 3 everyone has different wants and so you know what you may want that's fine but don't try to push that or force that on me yeah so, oh man yeah 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 yes sir those are amazing top 3 tips for the dating scene or for just individuals, period, because all of those can just, uh, in order to be able to achieve those things, a person needs to learn who they are. And you, you hit on that as well. And I'm going to wrap this up by uh, talking about going back to your statement at the very beginning of this podcast, you said that you hated the single life. And I understand. However, I know that there are a lot of other people who also hate being single. They hate the single life. And I'm not and, and, and some of those people will go as far as to play those games, have these hidden agendas in order to do whatever is necessary in order to get with someone, in order to be in a relationship just as long as they are not single, they don't care how they make it happen as long as they're not single. And so for those who hate the single life, I don't want you to waste the time of being single because being single is more important than even being in a relationship. And it's more important than even being married because whoever you are as a single individual is going to dictate everything about you moving forward and, and all of your relationships moving forward and all of your business endeavors moving forward and everything about you, period, is going to be dictated based off of who you are as a single individual. So if you are in your single phase of life, then learn to accept that singleness and, and understand that it's not a bad thing. Understand that that is the opportune time for you to be able to grow and develop and improve in any of those areas that you know that you need improvement on or that you know you need improvement in. And so if yes. you, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And just um, for those who are listening, if you go to my podcast, uh, if, if you go to my website, if you go to my YouTube channel, or if you even go to my podcast, I Give Life to Life, there are about two or three episodes that speak specifically about just getting to know yourself. And the yeah. only way that you can really and truly get to know yourself is when you are in your single phase. And then also there's another one talking, talking about the importance of taking time between relationships. Yes. Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, 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 man, I, I know we're trying to end this this podcast. Hey, come on with it. Come on with it. So, 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 let me, let me, let me reiterate why I hated being single, and mm -hmm. I'm not just saying it's just because what you just said, but I hated being single because I hated the games that were being played mm. in the city of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. That that because I mean we, we didn't talk about that yet we didn't talk about all the different games that were being played that that that, that I got hip to but but it, it takes time to be single and date no now that isn't like like you just said you know that that time of being single is time for you to work on yourself yes but once you figure that you kind of got yourself into a place where you can go out and date you're gonna be meeting people that are not having the same mindset that you have mm -hmm. 
they're going to be out there and they're still going to be building and, and, and trying to, 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 to figure out themselves, which means that they're not on your level. or, Or better yet, let's say it this way. It's easier to find the wrong person. It's a lot of wrong people out there. Yeah. If you want to find the wrong person, just jump into a relationship. You you'll be Real all quick. right. Yeah, yeah. You 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 will you will be just fine and miserable for as long as you're in that relationship. You know, <laughs> but but it's harder to find the right person. All right. And and that's the part that I did not like about it. I knew that I had to, you know, keep buying clothes and going on dates and driving to the city of Atlanta and meeting up with this person and being disappointed and coming back home all up until the time that I found my wife. Mm-hmm. Now, now, now for the married people out there, that's when we start to get lazy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you found that person. You like, okay, good. I don't have to do that no more. You know, <laughs> and, 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 and you can't stop, you can't stop dating when you're married. You know, but you, but, but what you are dating is that one person, but, but yeah, going on dates with multiple people and, 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 and dealing with different energies and different agendas and yeah, oh, I, I couldn't stand it. No. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I, and yeah. That's the I, I <laughs> no. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for clarifying your reason for uh, hating the single life. And there are, you know, it's that reason that you mentioned, plus so many others, everyone has their own issues of why they, why they don't like being single and why they hate that phase of their life. Um, and, you know, I just wanted to give just those few examples and your example that you also gave, which was different from the ones that I mentioned, um, is, is something that's common, you know, that whole process, the whole, I mean, cause I've, I've been there before as well. I'm like, Oh my gosh, now I got to go start all the way back over again. Let yes. me you know, oh. meet this person. And then let me try to figure out who they are. And then let me learn, you yeah. know, they're, they're I, I, man. I, I, I call it the, I call it the, Hey, how you doing times? I hate that. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, cause everybody starts off with the same thing. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Where are you from? Right. Tell you me know, something about you. <laughs> yeah. You know, what do you do? How long right. you been in Atlanta? Oh, yeah. I, I, I got tired of answering those, answering those same yeah. questions. Yeah. yeah. No, I ain't doing it no more. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Oh my gosh. So I get it. You know, once again, I get it for those who just are are kind of like at that point of being over being single. However, cherish the time that you have of being single because it is the most valuable time that you will ever have. And that is the time for you to begin to trust yourself again, begin to learn yourself again, and to be able to just to, to take care of yourself and to go through whatever healing that you have to go through in order to be the best version of yourself that you can be for that relationship that they, uh, for, for that relationship one day that you end up being in. If you do ever decide to get into a relationship, because being in a relationship is not the end all be all, and it's not meant for everyone. So whatever the reason at the end of the day, it's all about just making sure that you are the best version of you for you. Yes. Absolutely. (laughs) Awesome. PK, man. Oh my goodness. I appreciate this. So we are done with the dating topic, right? So I always ask one finale question to all of my guests that come on. So this question here, and, and, you know, you can, you can either answer it, you know, with something serious or, you know, it can be joking. It's up to you, but let me ask you this question. What's your one thing, that thing that you use as your motivation or your strength to have gotten through the other tough situations that you've been through. 
what's your one thing? Faith. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I mean, oh boy, that's a big topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, faith, faith, you know, because I mean, the reason why I'm saying this is a big topic is because it, uh, I, I have this thing of defaulting to the unknown and tying it to faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, man, and and it's an issue with me to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. you know that that's a a whole bigger topic that <laughs> I don't think the listeners are ready for <laughs> when it's dealing with me. But 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 no faith, faith. Uh, I still have a I do I still have a real strong belief in the Christian faith. Uh, uh, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Uh, and if you of any other, uh, belief, then, you know, lean upon that when you have these, uh, issues, uh, or situations, uh, uh, cause, uh, for me, that's what kept me moving forward always at, at, at every time and every situation, fate. Uh, you know what? Let me add on to that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, good friends not just a friend you know good friends mm-hmm. uh if 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 it wasn't for a few good friends and 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 when i say good friends i don't i don't necessarily necessarily mean a long term friend or a childhood friend cuz the people that i call good friends were actually there at the moment of my need and uh they were there for that season that moment and we may not talk anymore uh right now but still doesn't not it still doesn't make them not a good friend they they are a good friend because they seen me quote unquote drowning and they were able to help me with a life preserver you know and that life preserver doesn't mean, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an analogy. You know, it doesn't mean that they gave me something. They were just there to help, with, help me or walk with me or assist me or monitor me, to be honest with you, monitor me uh, during my time of need to make sure that I didn't do nothing crazy to myself. Yeah, so faith and friends, those would be, faith and good friends would be the two things that kept me moving forward. Mm. I love it. Faith, yes. Good friends, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Well, once again, I absolutely appreciate you. I appreciate your time and I appreciate all the information that you have shared with the listeners here. That's pretty much it for this episode, you guys. Um, If you would like to be a guest, please contact me. You can find me on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform at Coach Energy. And as a reminder, energy is spelled N-R-G-Y. Or you can connect with me by visiting my website, coachenergy.com, and reach out to me. Let me know if you have any questions. Let me know if you want to be a guest. Let me know if there are any issues that you want to discuss or that you want to talk about or that you want me to answer, send it in anonymously and then I'll answer it um, on, on an episode as well. I can do it either way. Um, but I, you know, at the end of the day, if there are any issues or concerns that any of you have, then make sure that you reach out. Don't just hold all of that stuff and don't just try to deal with things on your own because you definitely need some assistance. You need some strength. You need a support system to be able to get through this thing that we call life. 
Oh, PK, thank you again. All of my listeners, uh, make sure that you do not forget to subscribe, share, follow, hit the thumbs up button. Let me know how you like this particular episode. You already know how we do it. Get the conversation started below. And as always, remember, keep smiling. Bye-bye.